Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the SIGCAST. My name is Manpreet Singh. Thank you for being with us. We are back with the Shabbat of the week. And today I have Inikar with me. Inikar, welcome back. Thank you, Manpreet. Guru Fateh to our listeners. And a very, very warm Guru Fateh to you, Manpreet. Thank you. So today's uh, Shabbat is titled, Discover Divine Comfort Giver, Met in Love and Comfort remains within naturally, cannot be abandoned. Anikar, please take it away. So today's uh, Shabbat is by Guru Arjan Sahab in Raag Balaval. It is on Ang on page 808 of the Guru Granth Sahib. Fortunate are dyed in red love color. Never gets dirty or stained. Discover divine comfort giver. Met in love and comfort remains within naturally, cannot be abandoned. Reflect how old age and death afflict not, pain does not reoccur. Drink immortal nectar to be satiated. Guru bestows immortality. One who has tasted the invaluable, all-pervasive Nam knows price cannot be stated. What saying can the mouth voice? O transcendent, your vision is fruitful. Your teachings are treasure virtues. Nanak adores your votaries. And asks for their dust. I want to um, this Shabbat is Lal Rang Disko Laga Jiske Badpaga Mela Kadena Hovne Na Lage Daga I'd like to begin with the Rahau. So the Rahau says Rappaya Sukhtaya Milya Sukhbhai Head Samana Bhitra Chadyana Jai Rahau. When I discovered the divine, now which attribute of the divine is being revealed here? The divine comfort giver. When I discovered the divine comfort giver, I met in love and comfort. And what happened when this meeting took place? It happened at natural ease. And the divine has become a part of me. And thus, and thus this love can no longer be abandoned. Why? Because it has become a part of me. The drop has effortlessly merged in the ocean. The drop has become a part of the ocean. So the issue of abandonment does not appear. There's no longer that issue. But I want to focus on two words here. Uh, love and comfort. You know, Gurbani is love. And here Pacha is revealing that he met the divine comfort giver in love. So what does that tell us? If we want to experience divinity, if we want to experience the divine, 
then love is what we need to become. So it is love that melts the walls within us. And when the walls met, and the walls melt, maybe, and just maybe, we can experience our divinity. Here, yes, there's love, but there's also comfort. So with ease, so the idea of all these ascetics doing these incredible things, hanging themselves up and upside down from trees, depriving their body, and doing all sorts of penances to experience the divine has been taken away. Yeah? Here it is in love and comfort. Pacha is revealing. I met the divine. I discovered the divine. Great ease. Mind, you are a spark of light. Recognize your origin. How do you recognize this origin in love? Not by anything else. Great learning here. And it is in love that you will meet. You know, we, we sometimes I say, make yourself so beautiful that love does not have an option but to come to grace you. And when I talk about making yourself so beautiful, I'm talking about the virtues. Imbibe in those virtues that you become so beautiful. Love must enter. We think we fall in love. No, love chooses to interrupt. So this is that love. And so we go to the next Part Lal Rang Tisko Laga Jiske Vadpaka Mela Kadena Hovani Na Lage Daga Now Lal Rang is mentioned numerous times in Gurbani and we have used uh, red hyphen love hyphen color in this transcreation. The R is cap in red as is the L in love as is the C in color so this is that red love color of the beloved, of the one you love. I mean, this is that, that ultimate love. So who are the fortunate ones? Because Lal Rang Tiskolaga just gave Paga. So who are these fortunate ones? Who? The ones who are died in this Lal Rang, in this permanent color, the color that never gets dirty or stained. They are the fortunate ones. Understand the vastness and the beauty of these words of you know Slal Rang. I um, looked at the symbolism of what red meant in color wise, and this is what I discovered: that the symbol for Brahma, the Creator, and also for the Sun, Surya, and of the solar sphere, is red. That's the symbolism in in literature and ancient literature. Red is that color. So this color, when you are dyed in this color, when this color becomes part of you, that means when the divine becomes part of you, that color can never be tainted, can never be stained. And that color never leaves you. So we continue with the Shabbat. And because I discovered the divine comfort giver, what happens? You know, my fear of old age and death no longer has its hold. Pain is no more. 
what more? There is no repeated pain. There is this pain which we have once, and maybe we get this pain again. But no, everything is gone. There is no repeated pain. And why is there no longer pain? Because drinking the amrit that flows from within, one is saturated. The emptiness is no longer there. And drinking the samrat, the emptiness no longer there. Guru graces, immortality. Think about it. Drinking Amra, mortal, becomes immortal. I mean, this is the Amra, the Amra that flows from within. This continuous flow of Amra makes one, you know, feel invincible. That fear is no longer there. The acceptance of what is, is, and all is in hukam. How can you even put a value to it? And only those who have tasted, who have experienced the Amrit know that it is invaluable. No words can reveal this experience. Interesting, the word taste has come. You have tasted, and I, I think a couple of podcasts in my previous podcast, I've talked about the sense of taste, smell, touch, and the taste is again. You experience the Amrut. This is not something, I know we don't talk about it, but there is a sweetness that descends on the tongue. And you know that there is something you are experiencing. And this flow of Amrut, this sweetness, prevents you from saying unkind things truly is like a deterrent because you don't want that sweetness to stop. You want to keep on experiencing that sweetness. That sweetness is when you have made yourself so beautiful and the virtues within you are radiating. And those then who have died in this Balrang, those who have tasted the Amrit, Pacha says, I adore them, I revere them, and ask for their blessing. Why? For they have experienced divine comfort giver. This is where Sangat becomes so important. That you want to be in the company of those who you feel have experienced something. And why is that? Because maybe through their words or through their actions, you can experience something. We've translated, you know, in the last uh, line, there is um, the word das. And we've translated das as votary, which is very different from Almost all translations, uh, you know, all translations use the word servant, but we felt that servant really does not do justice over here. I want to um, just go well, um, go with the dictionary meaning of votary, and it says a person who is bound by a solemn religious vow. That's one explanation. Second one is 
an adherent of a religion, a worshipper, a sacred personage. And the third one is a person who is devoted to some subject. The fourth is a devoted follower. So to be a votary, to be a dhamma, is a personal choice because there's a dedication that is involved. A servant does not have that dedication. Yes, because sometimes some servants, yes, but not every servant. So that element is missing, has not been captured in that word. Um, and also the devotional aspect, the willingness and the devotional aspect in servant does not capture uh, that. And here it is that does, and therefore we have used the word votary. So recapping uh, the Shabd, so fortunate are those who are died in this lal rang, in this red love color, color that never gets dirty or stained. And being dyed in this color, there is no pain or fear. And being dyed in that color, the flow, the immortal nectar flows within. And only those who have tasted this nectar, this nam, know that it is priceless. Nanak reveals that those votaries who are died in this lal run, I seek their blessing, their company. That was in a nutshell the essence of my understanding of this shop. You know, the, the love and the comfort and everything happens with ease and that the umbrella is flowing within. This is very, uh, you know, very, very revealing to those who, who seek and want to know what does it feel like, what is it. Um, and when you are in this lal rang, the darshan you have, Wonderful. And then in this love, the teachings become your treasure virtues. Because you are dyed in this love color, because you have experienced this, then your thinking, what you see, what you feel, everything changes. So this is virtually a shab which the transformation is taking place. You can see the transformation that the fear has gone. And I'm tasting something which is so priceless. Now, what I see in these teachings are my treasures. That's all and breathe that I have for this show. For the moment. Thanks for sharing that. The line that the line uh, that I want want to talk about is. Uh, one who has tasted the invaluable, all-pervasive nam knows price cannot be stated. What saying can the mouth voice? And we have nam here as divine identification. And we have actually nam in a bunch of uh, transcreations that you guys have done as nam as divine identification. I don't know if this is in... The Guru Spirit, it's definitely, I mean, it wasn't the Guru Spirit, it's definitely now. Why do you think 
it's so hard to grasp or to connect and have divine identification because I, I feel like once you know that you're a spark of divinity, you'll start being colored in, in, in this red love color. But all these Shabbats, you know, they have, you know, divine identification is very necessary. I'm just I'm trying to figure out, it just occurred to me on this Shabbat, why people identify with the divine all the time, but they don't get to this fruitful state that the Guru is talking about. Why do you think that is? The effort hasn't been put there. The fruit is there. Have they have they plucked it from the tree? Have they peeled it? Have they cut it? Have they eaten it? Have they savored it? That is one thing. It is, we all know it intellectually, but we haven't incorporated it in our lives. And the ones who have incorporated this understanding that you are a spark of divine life, that Mantu Jyotsa Rupa, their lives change. And then Nam, they get to taste that Nam. Their lives change. We understand, there are many things we understand intellectually, but in practice we have not been able to put it into whatever use. Because the we are so used to the temporary satisfaction um, I'm sad that we go out and get something. If you don't get to the root of it, what is it that is making you sad? Or what is it that you really, really want? And that deep understanding of what it is really, Mantu Jyotsarupa, what is that deep understanding? It is not, I mean, You've said it, but you've said it very lightly. It is not that light. It's not something which you sit around and discuss with a bunch of people. The idea that you are a spark of divine light, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, hold on. I just thought I'm here just to, for, you know, for, for something else. And then once you begin this journey of recognizing that you are a spark of divine light, and then you say, oh my gosh, what do I need to do? How do I connect? And that becomes a journey of connecting with Nam. And that every step becomes a conscious step. It is really in Bani. It is the purpose of life. Not, you know, I'm not, I don't want to use the purpose. It is really to experience life in its fullest is to live in an awareness, in an awareness that you are a spark of divine light and everything around you is divine. Can you experience it? Once you live in that awareness, your every action, thought, word, deed becomes divine-like. Unless you're not in that awareness, in that constant awareness. Yes, 24-7, it's hard to do, but if you can begin by doing it at even for five minutes, and increasing it gradually, then it becomes a part of you. It becomes effortless. It's not something you do at a certain time or in a certain place or with certain people. It becomes a part of who you are. And when it becomes a part of who you are, there's no there's no differentiation between the drop and the ocean. You just live it. 
experience. And as you begin to experience a little bit of this now, when you begin walking, you want more and more. And that's when the change comes within the transformation. And it is, I want this feeling to stay with me 24-7. What do I need to do to get this feeling? And then you'll move everything because you want that feeling. You want to be in that awareness. You want to be in that space because in that space, for lack of a better word, you are protected. You feel this tremendous protection. You feel um, this virtually like a shawl of Gurbani is wrapped around you and nothing can touch you. It's an incredible feeling. It's an incredible state. And this idea that you are invincible, it is when you are in this mode, you can do anything and everything. The idea that you can't do something is foreign. I know it's hard to understand, but this is the state of the Shaheed. Because they are wrapped up so much in love for them. It is not an, it is, they can do anything. They will do anything. This is that stage of deep love, <clears throat> whether it is a love of whether it is love of Sony when she jumps into the channel and she says, she says, my love has become my pilgrimage. My love is my pilgrimage. And if I don't do this, my word, so therefore for her not to jump into the river means her love is not a pilgrimage. She's defying her love. She is tainting her love and she will never do anything for that love. Because more than anything else, you protect your love. That love comes, your, um, it is, I don't even want to say worship. That love is your source. You live, you breathe, you do everything for that love. Nothing else can hold a candle to that love. Get to that state to walk. Many things come along your way and you experience many things as well. But the beauty of Barney, beauty of these Shabbats is that these revelations which Guru has so generously put out, that these are the divine experiences you will have. Because this is what Guru is experiencing and he is sharing. I cannot even tell you what it is to experience now my words. My mouth cannot even voice what I'm experiencing. Because I've tasted the now. So for me, this is my guru. I have accepted. I have submitted. And if my guru is revealing this, and my guru is not it, is revealing this, I want to taste this. The bond between a Sikh and a guru is, whatever the guru has said, you can experience it all. And I want to. Are you in that frame of mind where you will do anything? Are you the Sony who will jump into that river regardless of how high the waves are? She doesn't care. She wants something. 
is more valuable than her life. I know it's a bit far-fetched, but it really isn't. It really isn't for the ones who have died in this lalrang. It is uh, an intoxication. It is a high. It is a constant feeling of jumping up and down with joy for no reason. Or um, being part, feeling the elements so closely, uh, being attuned to, you know, there's a heightened sense of awareness with everything around you. You no longer are, it's like you're no longer part of this world. You're in a different realm. And you just are there. This is what Guru says over and over again in all these ships. It is when you are in that space and time, nothing can touch you. You are protected. You feel everything. You serve in that space. Um, you live your life in that space. So the Bhagats, the, the ones in love, don't really need much worldly things. Yes, you need the... You need the blanket to protect you from the cold. Yes, you need a little bit of dal. Yes, you need a roti, all those things. But that need for acquisition, that need that this is going to bring me joy is not there. Because they know what brings them joy. They know what it is, what joy is, and where they need to be. The rest, are there for bodily comfort. You need them, yes, but you're not attached to them. You're attached to, and what your focus becomes is this red color, is this lull run, is this intoxication, is this being in that feeling of being wrapped up in the shoulder of Kurbani, being in that feeling of just... Um, where everything just flows effortlessly. It's just there. There's no pain. There's no sorrow. And the joy is the joy which is from within, not because somebody has given you anything. And that's when I, I also talk about that. You know, love, so long as love is dependent on things like objects that you have to give somebody something or he gives me this and therefore he takes me out to dinner and the red roses. Uh, granted, all that is wonderful. Um, you know, or he doesn't do this or he needs to do this for me to be this. All that is not the type of love that I talk about. There is a love that flows without the other person doing Nothing. It just flows because it is love. It flows because that individual raises your consciousness just by either their thought, you thinking about them, their presence in your life, or just being there. And you think about it. This is what you know, the Sufi had said. If my presence doesn't raise your consciousness, my words won't. If my presence doesn't invoke the feeling of love, if my thoughts doesn't invoke the feeling of love, my words will not, what I do will not. 
That is a temporary love. And if you had asked me this two years ago, Manpreta would not have been able to share this. Today I can say that. Very much human experience as well. As much as it is a divine experience, it's very much a human experience also. The love just flows without any expectation, without any need. It just flows. And all I can say is it's an incredible blessing to be in that, to experience that. Incredible. Very humbling. This is what Gurbani does. It reveals things which it enables you to experience love in its pure form, in the purity. And you see that. And you experience that. I have said more than I needed to say. Shared more than... Thank you very much for sharing that. And clarifying it for me, and also, you know, transcreating this beautiful Shabbat. I used to hear it so many times. My cousins used to sing it when we used to get together. So, um, and I'm very happy that we uh, did a trans- um, translation and transcreation on it and talked about it. Thank you very much. Uh, for anyone that wants to read the Shabbat and hear it in the rock it's supposed to be in, please log on to sikri.org, click on the Experience tab. You can see this Shabbat and all our other Shabbats. Inikar, once again, thank you very much for uh, being with us today. Thank you, Manpreet. Until next time, Guru Fate.